Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, June 27th, and we have completed week 25 of 2022. Are you enjoying this podcast? Does this podcast help you stay in the know? If so, be sure to tell someone else about it. We think that they will appreciate it and thank you for it, as we do. Now, let's get to the headlines. Rwand Air CEO Yvonne Manzi Makolo will become the first woman to serve as IATA's chair. The trade group's board of governors tapped Makolo for the revolving post for the one-year term that begins on June 2023. Makolo will inherit that position at that time from Mehet Lane. Under IATA's 25 by 2025 initiatives, 111 airlines and aviation industry organizations have committed to achieve at least 25% female representation in senior roles by 2025, or to improve female representation in those roles by 25%. When the program launched in 2019, 3% of airline CEOs were women. That number is now close to 9%, according to IATA. Makolo became the CEO of Rwanda Air in 2018. It was a busy weekend for SpaceX, with the private space company launching three of its Falcon 9 rockets into orbit over a period of three days. The back-to-back launches kicked off on Friday from Kennedy Space Center, where a Falcon 9 rocket carried 53 Starlink satellites into orbit as part of the company's growing broadband internet. The rocket's first-stage booster set a new record for SpaceX, marking the 13th flight and landing for the reusable booster. The next day, SpaceX Falcon 9 launched a radar imaging satellite for the German military. The satellite is designed to deliver images of Earth's surface at any time, regardless of weather conditions. On Sunday, SpaceX made its final launch of the weekend. Its third Falcon 9 rocket lifted off from Space Launch Complex 40 at Cape Canaveral Space Station in Florida. The company identified one payload on the rocket, Global Star FM-15, a spare satellite for phone and low-speed data communications company, Global Star. United Airlines announced it will cut 50 daily departures from Newark, New Jersey this summer, beginning July 1st, a 12% reduction of the airline's schedule there. According to United, all the flights being cut are domestic and all the markets the airline serves from Newark will continue to be connected, though some with lower frequencies. United is not the only airline reducing its schedule in this summer's travel surge. American Airlines announced earlier this week that it would end the service to four cities on its regional affiliates after Labor Day weekend, and JetBlue previously announced a 10% reduction in flights this summer. While the pilot shortage is behind many of these cuts, United insists the reductions in Newark have nothing to do with its own staffing. Twenty twenty two will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. Carnival Cruise Line is teaming up with Costa Cruises to develop a new concept for North American cruisers. Costa by Carnival debuts in the spring of 2023 when Costa Venzia joins the Carnival fleet sailing from New York City, followed by Costa Ferenzi arriving in spring 2024 to sail from Long Beach. 
Carnival will operate the ships, but they will not be redesigned to match Carnival's U.S.-style atmosphere. Both ships are sister companies to Carnival Vista, Horizon, and Panorama. The ships will continue to operate their regular Costa itineraries until they're designed for Carnival to dry dock, work, and redeploy. Itinerary plans for the two ships are still being finalized. Rex Airlines has inked several new partnership agreements with Australian travel agency groups, a move the airline believes will see it double its annual domestic jet revenues for the fiscal year 2023. Partnerships have been formed with Hello World, Webjet, Consolidated Travel and Corporate Travel Management, as well as a landmark 10-year agreement with Flight Center, which Rex said would see the company be the agency's partner of choice over the next decade. All the agreements go live at the start of the new financial year, commencing July 2023. JetBlue has partnered with Blade for helicopter transfers between Manhattan and JFK and Newark Airport. The travel times to both JFK and Newark can take as little as five minutes from Manhattan's midtown heliports. Mosaic Plus members will receive credits redeemable for complimentary seats on Blade Airport transfers with connecting to and from JetBlue flights, Also, the credits can be used for a Mosaic Plus member's eligible travel companion. Starting July 1st, Mosaic members will receive 25% off their first Blade Airport trip, and True Blue members will receive a 10% off their first trip when connecting to and from JetBlue flights. Oman Air will become the next member of the One World Alliance. The airline will also be the third One World member in the Middle East, joining Qatar and Royal Jordanian. Oman Air is expected to formally join the alliance in 2024, and it serves 41 destinations with a fleet of Boeing 737s, 787s, and Airbus A330s. One World currently has 13 members. U.S. members are American Airlines and the most recent entrant, Alaska Airlines. Abercrombie & Kent has revealed itself as the new owner of Crystal Serenity and Crystal Symphony. Both ships will return to service in 2023, after undergoing extensive refurbishment and will operate under the Crystal Cruises brand that has also been acquired by ANK Travel Group. And now in news relating to the return to travel. American Airlines will cut four regional routes connecting smaller markets with Chicago O'Hare Airport and Philadelphia hubs, citing the pilot shortage at U.S. regional airlines. From September 7th, routes to Chicago from Dubuque in Iowa and Toledo in Ohio will be scrapped. From the same date, flights to Philadelphia from Islip and Ithaca, both in New York State, will be eliminated. All four regional markets will leave Americans' network. We have noted that there will be 100 regional aircraft on the ground that we want to fly, but we cannot due to a lack of regional pilots, an American Airlines spokesperson said. Like many network airlines, we've reduced our regional flying in recent months in response to the regional pilot shortage. JetBlue will add a second daily flight between JFK and London Gatwick beginning on October 29th. The service supplements its current daily flights between the airports as well as its daily JFK Heathrow flight. JetBlue's transatlantic expansion also includes new service between Boston Logan and London Gatwick, scheduled to begin on August 4th. In addition, JetBlue has secured permanent slots in London Heathrow Terminal 2 for flights starting on October 29th. American Airlines has launched its new main select fare targeting business travelers. The product is available in select high-frequency markets and offered on the airline's website and through new distribution capability-enabled travel agencies. 
Announced in November, the product offers refundable fares, same-day flight changes, priority boarding, priority check-in, and the choice of all seats in the main cabin at the time of booking, including main cabin extra. Main Select differs from the Main Plus bundle that American has already been offering in NDC-enabled markets. Main Plus includes a Main Cabin Extra or Preferred Seat along with a free check bag. The Main Select launch comes about a week after American Airlines added another business-targeted fare, dubbed Flagship Business Plus, which offers some of the flagship first perks. And now in some technology news. Corporate payment specialist AirPlus International is introducing the ability to use Apple Pay for its UK customers. Employees can now use their iPhone or Apple Watch near a payment terminal and make a contactless payment. Apple Pay is widely accepted by hotels, taxis, restaurants, and coffee shops. Travelers can use their Apple devices, including iPhones, and follow the steps to add AirPlus corporate cards through their online wallet app. American Airlines Advantage members who also have TSA's pre-check membership can now use their American Airlines mobile ID at select TSA pre-check checkpoints at Dallas Airport to have their identity verified at the airport. The service allows eligible customers to use just their phone and their face thanks to a collaboration with TSA and American to test mobile identification. Customers who wish to use the service must first download the AirSide Digital Identity app, take the photo of their face, scan their driver's license or passport with the app, and enter their Advantage number. The app then verifies the information, stores it on their mobile device. As they go through security, customers present a QR code on their phone and consent to share their American Airlines mobile ID with TSA. The process at the airport typically takes less than 5 seconds, according to American Airlines. Canadian airline WestJet will next month begin testing technology from London-based Zamna that will enable the airline to verify passenger data and travel documents before airport arrival. Zamna uses a digital intelligence system that works invisibly in the background to verify a passenger's passport data is correct and trustworthy. From there, vaccination or visa information previously associated with a passport is unlocked and confirmed against requirements of the destination. The system is intended to give assurance to travelers before they go to the airport that their travel documentation has been verified and accepted. Hong Kong's Cathay Pacific Airlines announced that it has boosted its relationship with Sabre to include NDC content. The airline will now start working with Sabre to get its NDC retail content on Sabre's travel marketplace. The news comes just after Cathay Pacific announced it had selected Sabre's fares manager and fares optimizer solutions to achieve strategic pricing and intelligent offer creation. Cathay is still on its journey back from the pandemic. Last week, the airline told Reuters that it is in the process of bringing back more planes to rebuild its Hong Kong hub as restrictions continue to ease. Right now, it has about one-third of the fleet not in operation. And now, in news about sustainable travel. Swedish airline Brathens Regional Airline has completed the first test flight using 100% sustainable aviation fuel on a commercial regional aircraft. The flight took place in Sweden and it was part of an ongoing collaboration between Brathens Regional Aircraft Manufacturer ATR and SAF supplier Nesti, which is designed to accelerate the process of SAF certification. Using 100% SAF can reduce aircraft emissions by up to 80%. 
The flight is part of an ongoing certification process allowing ATR aircraft to use 100% SAF to power engines, with this work expected to be completed by 2025. The latest test flight was the first to use 100% SAF on both engines. Event booking platform Hubly has launched a sustainability feature that allows meeting planners to choose venue locations based on the lowest CO2 emissions. The Hubly Green tool is embedded in the existing search engine of 185,000 venues and includes a where to meet console that calculates the lowest carbon location for meetings, evaluating air, car, rail, travel options alongside price. The new feature is free for existing clients and will also allow venues to upload their sustainability accreditation. American Express Global Business Travel is teaming up with energy giant Shell and professionals company Accenture to create a new platform for purchasing sustainable aviation fuel. The three companies have launched Avelia, which is a book and claim platform for sourcing SAF, which reduces carbon emissions from flights compared with traditional jet fuel. Book and Claim allows travelers to pay for SAF and claim the benefits even if SAF is not performed at the departure airport, with the fuel instead being fed into another aircraft in an airport where SAF is available. And now in some space news. Jeff Bezos' space tourism venture, Blue Origin, completed its fifth crew launch Saturday after a new Shepard rocket backup system that had not met expectations delayed the trip last month. Blue Origin's fourth flight landed successfully in March in West Texas after taking six passengers for a 10-minute journey to the edge of space. Each mission is an opportunity to provide another six people a life-changing experience of witnessing the beauty and fragility of our planet from space, according to Bezos. The company suborbital joyride lasts about 10 minutes from liftoff to touchdown and hits an altitude of 350,000 feet, treating passengers to a few moments of weightlessness before descent back to Earth for a parachute landing. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well. Oh, 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 oh,